What's up, everybody? This is Scott Yeager here with another edition of Challenge Mania. This episode is brought to you by Brooklyn, and the Memorial Day event kicks off this weekend, and you don't want to miss it. Ease your way into summer with big savings on sheets, bedding, towels, loungewear, and their newest hammam and linen collections. And if you don't want to wait, you can get 10% off your first order and free shipping on the all-new sheet right now when you use the promo code MANIA only at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Brooklinen. Everything you need to live your most comfy and cozy life. All right. You didn't come for me. You came for D. So on the line right now, he's one of the only people out there who saw Jay get slammed on his face and said, yeah, give me more. Derek Kaczynski. What's up, dude? Mmm, so warm and snuggly. Gosh, that hit really reminds me of how about the Brooklyn and cheats that I sleep in every day. No shameless plug. Just saying I like the sheets. And I like the hit. I thought it was a legal hit. Um, it's, you know, it's unfortunate that the guy, you know, didn't. I, here's how I feel. I'm just going to say it. I, I don't feel like Jay did his due diligence in protecting himself and giving at least a, a tad bit of resistance. So he got tackled. It was a, a decent tackle at best, you know, and we get into that with the with the Rogan podcast. But um, yeah, I, I guess I got, you know, I got, a, I ate a little bit of shit, you know, for enjoying the, the fireball, you know, the moment, you know, the fireball, the, 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 the nice tackle, um, two guys chirping at each other for three, four episodes. Now, you know, there's a girl involved. Yeah. But it's not, it's not even so much about the girl. It's about like these two guys, you know, TJ Macon, you know, he takes out CT last week, you know, the undefeated champion, uh, you know, Rogan's first time. He got the ball on fire. He got the ring. And then, bam, we get a decent hit. It wasn't even that great. Scott, the hit wasn't even that great. I understand what people are pissed about and we get into that, but. Yeah, Challenge World is pretty divided here. I think a lot of people ru- uh, rubbed the wrong way about what Rogan did to Jay. A lot of people, I think, just upset that Jay becoming one of their favorites over the course of the first five episodes. And, of course, now he is no longer on this season. Rogan, the only male with a red skull in the game currently. But uh, we're going to talk to Rogan about it. Rogan, who admits to being one of the biggest villains in the world of the challenge now. He is the reigning champion from War of the Worlds 2. He now, as I said, the only guy who has a ticket to TJ's final. We're going to talk about that with Rogan in this episode, almost two hours of Challenge Mania goodness for you. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you're listening to your podcast. That helps us, and we hope that you dig the show and give us a five-star review. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Shot of Jaeger on Twitter. He's at Derek MTV on all platforms. On Instagram, though, I'm at Scott of Jaeger. But in addition to this chat today, we had a really fun chat over at Patreon.com slash Challenge Mania with the Pod Squad, and we were joined by not one but two guests in the Madhouse, Brad Fiorenza and Marie Rota, which, D, I don't know if you know this, but if you add Marie to Brad, you get mad, and we went mad into the madhouse and talked about this podcast with them, uh, uh, talked about this episode on a podcast with them on Wednesday. We had a lot of fun over there. Yeah, and it's our first time having two guests on at one time. I didn't know if it was a great idea at first, but come to think about it, with everything that happened on this episode, with you know the the TV relationships, uh, I had a certain somebody that's in my life pop in, uh, pop, pop in to make a cameo, and it, everything based on you know what Brad's been through in the challenge world, what Marie's been through in the challenge world, and who they know that was 
major players in this episode made for a really fun conversation, including yourself, who, you know, helps me dissect, discuss and debate this thing every week. It was I can't believe how much love we got from that madhouse. I'm, I'm really surprised. So if you tweeted at me, thank you for doing that. We appreciate your positive feedback. Yeah. And let Marie know, let Brad know on their social media channels. If you enjoyed them on the show, really fun podcast, really fun dynamic. As you said, great to have Marie in there. She has a lot of insight to provide, especially when we talk about some of the relationship issues we saw on the show. Then of course, Brad been involved in a headbanger or two in his day. So, and those two get along great. They've got a great rapport. And, you know, we saw some of that develop on, uh, on final reckoning as well as, uh, vendettas, but really fun having them on the line together. If you want to hear the podcast, just go to patreon.com slash challenge mania. That is where we do one bonus podcast a week at the very least. And we've been putting up multiple bonus podcasts every week as well. We do a survivor podcast. I just threw up a extra interview I had from 2017 with uh, film director Judd Apatow because there was a movie trailer dropped today, The King of Staten Island. I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to dig up that old interview I have with Judd Apatow. So I threw that up there. Patreon.com slash challenge mania. And guys, we put up a pod squad pin. Limited edition, all of them signed by you and me, D, number two, 100, only on sale to patrons. And patrons did their due diligence. They sold them out, all 100, in just two days. So shouts to them. Shouts to anybody who purchased one. Shouts to anyone who owns one of our three pins. We are not going to be doing another pin for a very long time, if ever. So thank you, guys. Those are meant to be collector's items. They're all numbered accordingly. They all have our signatures. So really cool, uh, fun thing. And we are thankful to everyone who has been a part of it over there. But, D, we have quite a few new patrons to to shout out. I know last week took some time to shout out some of our larger patrons over there. So we have let the list build up. D, I have to shout out everybody who has joined in the last few weeks. So here we go. Shouts to Megan Walker, Christina Radakovic, Kristen Witten, Audrey, Jack, Aaron Aberton, Stacy Doyle, Jairo Sanchez, Tanner Hupp, Zach Griffin, Brittany Thorne, Kim Thurman, Jamie Farthing, Jose Martinez, Chris Brown, LEC, Christopher Villegas, or Villegas maybe, Joseph Valdini, Chrissy Taylor, Kelly, Benjamin McKinney, Christina Rad- Radakovic again, ooh, or maybe Christina Radakovic up in her, uh, her patron status there, Chelsea Steuben, Michelle L., Alicia Rice, Colleen Pagan is back, what's up Colleen, Kathleen Turner, Cheryl Shepard, John, Cole Sanders, Mandy Frary, A.B., Dan Sherlock, Lisa, Andrew Histand, Megan, Jason Dome, Awesta Alfar, Brandy Spaulding, Alexis Cortez, Chris Pugliano, Dante Buchanan, Rebecca, Jimmy, Monique Carey, Allison Bell, Stephanie Moss, Allison Kakmarski, Renina Smith, Brian Evers. I told you I was going to give you a monster shout out. So while he's getting his his brain back together after all these patrons, thank you so much, Brian Evers. You get a monster shout out. Yes, you do. Monster shout out as well as Silva, Brandon Van Demen, Lauren Worley, Carlos Rios, TJ Kane, Angie Barrett, Holly, Cheryl Shepard, Anna Vital, Kelly Finn, Adrian R, Rel Evans, Brian Giagosis. Shelly Wade, Anna Pugak, Reed Olson, Shannon Tatro, Erica Mack, Jennifer Kors, Christine Layton's back, Philip Meager's back, Alex Caldera, what's up Alex, finally a patron, Kelly Lawrence, Chris Morrow, Sophie Gerdes, Spencer Shawner, Neko Ramos, or Nico Ramos, Yesenia Chavez, Brian Ebers, there he is, I knew he'd get a shout out, ah. Chris, Maddie McKay, Rochelle Roberts, Sarah, 
Julie Cote Perso, Jamie Vandenberg, Adam Berkowitz, Benjamin, Benjamin Oren, Ayana Wainwright, Shayla Abrams, Ashley Harbour, Monica Robinson, and Catherine Scriver Simony. Wow, four names, all for the price of one. <laughs> Connie Show. Raymond Carpenter, N- Nicole Defoe, and Nikki Costa. Thank you guys so much for joining the yeah. Pod Squad. Woo! Yeah. Wow. These, wow, these folks That's... are coming. We really appreciate it, man. Yeah, uh, unbelievable, unbelievable. Thank you so much. Like we really appreciate you guys uh, just supporting us and, and, and enjoying what we do because uh, you know we we do really grind and, and try to you know get you guys some some good content and i think they're going to be happy with this rogan podcast um whether you like them or not yes and a list not as long <laughs> but pretty damn long thanks to mark long and cliff hogg and darrell taylor kellyanne judd abram boise brad fiorenza and marie rota that's just a list of the people who have been on the madhouse so far so the madhouse really turned it into a second full-on challenge mania of sorts but what's great about it is we have these guests on not not necessarily to talk full on about their challenge career or their past or their casting story but to get their take on that week's episode so really fun thing that we do over at patreon.com slash challenge mania if you're thinking about joining the pod squad no better time to start than right now but for you guys listening here we have a full-on two-hour interview with rogan o'connor hit him up on twitter let him know if you enjoy him on the show thank him for giving him, us so much of his time remember to check out his bear wear line of clothes really cool stuff rogan underscore o'connor on twitter is where you can let him know he's also on cameo if you want to check him out over there challenge mania shop is always open at challengemania.shop starting may 10th free shipping on orders over 45 dollars. no better time than now to grab your anisa gear your d gear your Derek gear Darrell, mark cara paulie you name it challenge mania gear of course and now brand new in the shop craig marrier acts fast d already millionaire mitchell gear in the house yeah I, i'm waiting for that <coughs> rhino gear <coughs> All right, all right. Ah! Anyway, um, maybe like a Derek Poole versus Rhino someday. I'm just kidding. I don't know if I want to fuck with that, dude. That is a that what we saw. We're about to talk about like, dude. He's that's a, that's a it's an athletic dude. Anyway. Um, yeah, right, let's enjoy. do it. Let's, let's go. Uh, let's go. Let's bro- this uh, podcast, of course, brought to you by Fast Nine. Just kidding. Uh, but, uh, here we go. Here's Rogan O'Connor, um, and uh, I hope you guys dig this. More and more of our neighbors are struggling with the trauma of COVID nineteen and the stress of everyday tasks. Life is hard. It's harder on drugs. On average, one hundred and thirty people die every day from opioid overdose. Addiction is a common and treatable disease and affects people of all ages and all walks of life. Reach out and join the thousands of Virginians that have successfully recovered at off-opioids.org. And remember, the Harrisonburg-Rockingham Community Services Board is here to help. line right now on challenge mania depending on who you ask or where you sit he is either the biggest badass in the world of the challenge or he is the biggest dirtiest dastardly most awful villain in the world of the challenge right now taking out people's favorites left and right all the way from the uk a couple beers deep as he's told us mr rogan o'connor <laughs> is back how are you baby? when am i not when have i not been a couple beers deep yeah i i i, I peeped into your uh instagram today and you were you were running like Forrest Gump down a trail, drinking a beer and fucking spraying it all over your head. I'm like, I, I how come I can't this? This is like it feels like the world is just keeping us apart from. from I know our, we're soulmates. I know. Yeah. That, our 
when we had our little holiday together, that was that was the best. I thought I'd finally met my match, but uh, we need <laughs> we need it again next time, and it's gonna we're gonna turn it up a notch. Yeah, yeah, for, pro- probably, probably. Rogan, last time we spoke to you, you were in the U.S. for an extended vacay uh, that yeah. spanned uh, three states, I believe, at least. Uh, but you have since gotten back safely to the U.K. where you are maintaining your time during the quarantine. Some of I your know, counterparts, right? though, like Dee, is stuck in the States doing her thing out here in Kansas slash Missouri. Um, any regrets going back to the U.K.? Are you glad you're quarantining there? Or are you kind of jealous of all these challengers here living their best damn life stateside? Well, I'm not jealous of Kansas, that's for sure. Um, so I, do you know what? I was, yeah, I was living my best life in LA. I was having the time of my life. There was, there was various supermodels knocking around. There was, there was a lot of fun. I was living with the other, the other half, the better half of Jogan. So I, that was the best time of my life. So to come back and essentially be prisoned in my own home, yeah, not really on the same level, but, um, at the same time, uh, I get to see my mum and dad because uh, we live right next to each other, so and they're quite elderly. I go and look after them, and I, I walk their dogs and stuff. So there's benefits, um, but yeah, I, I, obviously I miss the states. It's my favorite place in the world. Uh, so, you so you're not always a bad guy. Like you have a mom and a dad, and you have dogs, and you're not always just like out there. <laughs> being I know. Would you believe guy? it? Would you believe it? Some people would think I'm just sat at home, just like kicking kittens. Uh, some people just... would say you should have been arrested. For <laughs> what happened? What would you say, Dee? Because I know that's not what you think. Uh, no, I think I'm the only person that came to your aid uh, during this, you know, egregious tackle that you I made on it. a guy during uh, uh, during a, an elimination run where you're literally on a battlefield, mano y mano. Bro. Yeah. Do you yeah. know, like, people, people said, I mean, the best, the best elimination of all time, I mean, it got outvoted, in my opinion, wrongly so, by the banana backpack. The best elimination of all time was you versus Josh, let's be honest. And, uh, and what he had his foot on the back of your neck. You're not the same size. Joss is the same size as me. I know you're like bigger and tougher than Jay, but like, where was the complaints then? Like people just, they want to, they want to hate me. And they want to have the excuse to hate me. Um, Jay called me out. Let's be honest. And so, uh, it's a contact sport. I was told to, to put this kid out of, out of bounds. Um, I had, so much pent up aggression in me. Uh, yeah, it's like it didn't go well for Jay, and regrettably, like I didn't want to see him down or hurt like that, like not at all. But the only way I can, there's two ways I can describe it. Like I know Scott will know exactly what I'm talking about when I say the edge spear. Oh yeah. Although the edge spear has always, in my opinion, been one of the to me, it's the Goldberg spear. But, yeah, hundred you know, percent. I was going to say the Goldberg that's spear. That's fine. That's fine. But edge was. And no, I, and no I loved Edge because I was in love with Lita. So Edge. Oh, oh Lita God. was in love with Derek. <laughs> so um, so Edge was always my dude. So I used to spear people on the rugby pitch all day long. Ten times the size of Jay, ten times the size of me. My shit was the spear tackle, yeah? So when I was lined up, there was there was a lot going through me that had to stop me spearing Jay. And considering 
um, how many people I upset doing, in my opinion, a pretty standard tackle. It's not a weak yes. tackle. Imagine yes. if it's, if, imagine if I did what I wanted to do and speared the guy. I think, I think I would have been arrested. <laughs> I think I definitely like may have even been disqualified. I don't know. I just knew the rules were it was full contact, get him out of the ring. So I get a lot of people are saying that you're a legend, like it's great. Um, then a lot of people are saying I'm dirty, but I know Jay says it's cool. Um, it's just the way, the way he got hurt afterwards. The whole hand on the head thing was kind of like, get back up, boy, let's, let's go again. But unfortunately he didn't. I didn't know he was down like that. <laughs> I didn't want him to stay down. I wanted a battle. I wanted, I had shit to prove. So I wanted him to jump back up and come back at me and hit me. I wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted blood, mine and his. Let's go. I wanted to, you know, be up there like, like Derek and Joss, like bananas and CT. That's what I wanted to do. Um, it just so happened that he didn't get up and, um, and it made me look horrible. And, uh, and that's, that's how it is. And if people want me to be the villain, then, then, you know, if, if the shoe fits, I'll lace that bitch up. And here's the thing is it, is it, it was like CT and bananas and it wasn't. Like Derek and Joss, but CT's a hero for doing Fuck what yeah. he did. And you, I, I think you get a bad rap for doing the, the, the shove in the sand. I think that that was, <laughs> I, I know that was so naughty. I, I know it was, but like in the, on the rugby pitch, right? So we don't, we don't even have helmets. Like me and Jay had helmets and whatever. We didn't have much padding apart from the stuff to stop us being set on fire. But we had helmets on and all that. In rugby, we don't have that, right? And I would, uh, every time, because I'm small on a rugby pitch, like I play, I play rugby to a pretty much professional standard for a long time. So I'm one of the smallest guys. So if I hit you, I'm tapping you on the head or I'm slapping you around the face or I'm like slapping you on the bum and saying, what's up? What's up, bitch? You're getting it again. Uh, that's just the thing. It's like banter. It's like, it's how you like compete when you're, when you're a winner. Um, so I, if he wasn't like unconscious or near enough, then it would have maybe looked cool. But the fact that <laughs> he didn't move made it look like I was some sort of disgusting animal. And I appreciate that. And I understand that. And it's not the editing. They can't show something that didn't happen. You know, in the heat of the moment, I was, uh, it was a prick move. Uh, but you know, it, it is what it is, and I'd love to say I wouldn't do it again, but I would. I just wish the next person would be a little bit bigger. Can we talk sizes? What's what's the size differential here? What? How big is this guy? Small is this guy? I, clearly, uh, from uh, my point of view, is he has a big bark, right? Like he talked a lot of shit. He made yeah, out I with mean, your he made out they, with the girl in front of you, which I I can't imagine. I don't care. You guys I, I mean, had a relationship. I, like, I've said this a few times. Sorry yeah. to interrupt you. I've said this a few no. times, but I just want to get this off my chest. I played on that. I, I've said this in previous interviews, but I'll tell you guys because it's big, it's big fucking tea. It's lava. I told Jay when he came into the house, he was kind of like, what's up, dude? I know you're a winner. We kind of knew each other from we had a beer before in LA. I didn't know he was coming on the show, but when I met him, I was like, fuck, I know you, dude. He was like, help me out. I was like, okay, you want to be a star? Hook up with D. Because I was thinking, one, he hooks up with D, that bitch finally leaves me alone. And then uh two, like, then I'm free to try and hook up with girls and whatever else. 
So in, to, in, I was kind of trying to help him out because I thought it would be good. He would get storyline. He would, uh, you know, he would get like, because I knew he was going in over and over again because people were saying that from the get-go. So I said, best thing for you to do, you'll get screen time fucking up with D. I'll be free. Both of us are winners. And it just kind of went completely wrong because it it just didn't work for him. Apart, well, it did because it made him the, the it made him the target which he was always going to be. But then when it's like, instead of me being free, D was still very much in love with me uh, and turning around saying, "I just did that to make you jealous." Did it work? And I was kind of like, "Well, no." But then when everyone oh. else is like, when uh, everyone else is saying, uh, I'm, 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 no, I'm calling you out on it right now. Okay. I'm call, I'm, call, I'm calling you out because I. Do feel you want to like, let me finish before you before you call sure, me out? Because, sure, sure, sure. So when everyone in the house is saying, it, when I'm thinking I could go into a physical elimination because there's been a hanging challenge, there's been a not shit like like tying shit up challenge. The next one's going to be a banger, and I know it. So if I keep telling people that it really hurt me, then that makes it personal, and that's going to let people take. Like that's gonna let us go head to head in a physical. But then C, but then CT decides to go in himself anyway. Exactly. I, I begged CT like, to let me go in and take that easy way. So you're saying that Shit. you, when you that scene in the hallway where you're looking, you know, pouty eyes at D, and you do your best George Michael, and you say, "Last Christmas I gave you my heart, and the very next day you gave it to Jay." After that, you're you're doing that. You're you're putting on your best acting hat, and you're trying to do that so that everyone thinks, "Okay, let's reward him for this melancholy sadness he has, and put him in against Jay." You don't really give a fuck, is what you're saying. You know me too well, Scott. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I, I mean, think, I think you, yeah, it's I a damn good story okay, either so, way. So, I'll, be, I'll admit. So did I? Did I get down on one knee and propose to her last season, or was that Jordan and Tori, or did I try and send her home? I can't remember which way round was it. Uh, How, and, then, and then tell me, I love her. No, I, I, I'm an opportunist, and I'm a, I'm a lot smarter than I look. So when people are saying. Oh, Jay and Rogan have got beef, and I'm thinking I need a red skull, and there's gonna be a banger soon. Of course, I'm gonna say, okay, yeah, we've got beef, let's go, because I, I, and people could say it's a, it's a shitty move, bitch move, whatever, and maybe it was, maybe it was, but ah. I saw an, I saw an opportunity to get into an elimination against someone that I thought I could easily beat, and I, and I grabbed it with both hands. I even said I was upset about CT. CT knows that I wasn't upset about CT. He put himself in. Yeah, he sent home my friend, but that was CT's choice. I played up on that too. I played up on every opportunity there was to get in against Jay because I knew I could destroy him the way I did. And yeah, I'm sorry if that offends you, and I'm sorry how he landed and got hurt, but I took an opportunity just like I did last season. If I couldn't get, like, I was told, don't go into elimination. Uh, and try and get to the final and win. I did it. This season I was told, get a red skull and then you'll get to the final. So that's what I did. I used my brain as well as my brawn. I'm sorry if that makes me a scumbag, but it actually, in my opinion, makes me a very good player. Do you, are you okay with then? Cause here's the thing. It, you're right that it does make you a very smart player, right? Just like how last season it made you a very smart player, but also made Paulie and Cara very smart players, just not very beloved or respected players. And I, and I got the feeling and I remember like, you 
you know, when we interviewed you in between seasons, someone asked a question, I forget who it was. And, you know, you, you could tell that you did want to prove yourself, whether it was to earn a red skull or to earn the respect of the fans. You wanted to go in to an elimination at some point to get your Derek versus Joss elimination. But so do you understand that you're not going to get that credit for this move, albeit a savvy one? hundred percent, hundred percent. But this, but. Hear me out on this one. I'll try and explain it as best I can. Which is trash. Which is trash that he doesn't. I don't care what they say. Okay, right. go so, ahead. So first first elimination. One, I win the whole goddamn challenge, which was pretty much a mini final. So that can shut a few mouths up. And then that means I'm like, that was before we got the choice to put ourselves in. TJ didn't offer me or Corey a chance to take out. Which I thought was bullshit, by the way. I thought, I thought that it was unfair that just for the sake of like a big reveal and saving it for the end of an episode, you guys didn't get the choice there because that would have been an obvious choice to go against the soft if you wanted to. And and granted, you might have lost those, but still. Yeah, 100%. Until, you know, if, if me, I'll tell you right now, me and Corey are stood there looking at a, a hanging challenge against a little dude like a Saf. I probably would have changed my mind. Right, exactly. Fine. But regardless, not given the option, a little bit bullshit. But regardless, I wanted to prove myself, like I told you. Okay, so then comes around second time around. I could go home second week. Keep in mind, I've still got the back of my head. I went home first in Vendettas. So it's, it's risky to do this. But second week, I beg CT to let me go in, no matter what. Let me fight this guy. Let me do whatever. Okay. Then it comes to the third week. And yeah, I said I'd much prefer a physical, but I think regardless that tribunal was putting me in because Jay had asked for me. He called me out. I was going in puzzle or whatever. It just so happened that it did suit me. Um, so for the first three guys eliminations, you've watched me win a challenge and try my best to get into elimination. So I think I've stuck to my words so far. Yeah. And, and I don't think it's a bitch move to like want to go in. Against the guy, and 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 I and I still, I, I you can say what you want here, but I, for me, like I, I still, sometimes I think feel a little territorial with the girl that I had been seeing, and if the guy's making out with her in front of me, you know, yeah. and, and you, I, you, he's you were claiming feeling, he told him to make out with her. He said Jay, he, Jay will back me up. Jay will back wow. me up. He's wow. claiming that he's the puppet although, master. Although, having said this, Derek, okay, I'll give you this one. Give me I'll a little bit here. Give me a little bit. They're I'll in the give, room. Okay, They're making okay, out again. Okay. okay. I'll get, I'll give you this one. It They're didn't, about to bang in front of you. Let's just say I didn't, I didn't swing punches, but obviously there was something inside me that lit a little, a little fire. Nothing, yeah. nothing to write home about, but you know, as well as any man does, any alpha male knows yep. the, the being forced to watch that. And, and that's, that's why D is such a savvy, naughty player she's a naughty mink she knew exactly what she was doing she dragged him in front of me to do it hoping for a reaction which she did not get well well well, she kind of got it because jay ended up in hospital but she didn't get it on that night she didn't get what she wanted okay rogan rogan let me just say okay so everything you're saying checks out from a strategic standpoint as far as like if i'm bobby the brain heen and looking for my next dastardly heel sign me up to to manage you right but as a viewer of the show hearing that you went out there telling a guy hey go make out with my ex that way i can act like i'm pissed and we can go into elimination even though that's smart i don't think that's the type of narrative people like to root for so again people hearing this they're gonna be like okay the, the, the main reason was was not so 
uh, we can go into elimination. That happened. That just was a snowball effect, which accidentally happened. The main reason was so they could make out and I would finally be free. So then D wouldn't stare at girls while she, they will, while they were asleep and I could end up hooking up with whoever I wanted. And there was, you know, there was Jen Lee still like when I told this is back in the, at the very beginning when I told Jay this. So Jen Lee was still there. So there was potential. There was Nani, who I've always had a thing for. There was Mel, who I was kind of hooking up with before the show. There was there was many an Wait option. Wait a minute. So right? you and so, Melissa so, were hooking up before the show. I'm going to get my calculator out. Hold on, because um, you know what that might mean, my yeah, friend. Yeah, we don't we don't want to poke fun here. She said she didn't want to talk about that stuff. Um, I can I can I can uh, confirm that my penis did not go inside her. Ah, bang so, bang. And I'm pretty sure that's how it works. I mean, and I don't know. He, he, I don't know. And I don't know. But no. I'm pretty sure the penis would have to go inside the vagine. Okay. Which it did All right. I, well, there's people listening who would hear that. And now I think they can cross it off. But I think people might have been wondering if they had heard that. So I'm just allowing you when, to when, when I say hooking up, I mean, we, we did spend a night in a hotel room um, before we flew out. There was a little bit of kissing and stuff. But there was nothing... There was nothing that would involve making a baby. So, yeah, you can cross that one off. Mm. Although, although it is funny to joke about, I'm sure. Cause so, just like, just like everyone's been saying it's Kyle's baby. Um, I'm pretty sure it's not. Yes. I mean, I'm pretty sure the dude's black or at least mixed race. So I don't actually know who it is, but, uh, Mel's saying that she's going to have a mixed race baby. So, um, uh, if it came out looking like Kyle, that's when we start asking questions again. Um, so, but, uh, but uh, what I'm trying to get to is that moment, you know, where, where, where you where where she's in the room with Jay and you guys are all in the same room and you walk through the hallway and your Brad Pitt fight club fucking uniform coat jacket and you leave the room. She chases you out like, oh, fuck, I think I hurt the man that I love. And then you're like, yeah, you know what? I don't want to stand there and watch it anymore. I don't care how much no. I played up to this. I don't care how much I told you to do it. I don't care how much I told Jay to do it. I want you to stop. It bothers me. No. Okay. So what happened was, right. So there's obviously like, there's a lot of stuff to fit into an episode. So when she got back, um, Kyle picked her up and put her into Jay's bed in front of me. And I thought, okay, well, this is awkward. And yeah, maybe I don't want to watch this. So I, I moved rooms. I went and got into the room with Josh and Matty. And Matty actually had a dildo in her hand. It was all a bit weird. But um, so that's that's another story altogether. But then um, Dee like, follows me into the room. And she's like, what's up? I'm like, nothing. I want to give you your space. If you want to crack on with Jay, do your thing. And then she's like, why aren't you bothered? Why aren't you bothered? You should be bothered. And I was like, okay, fine. You win. I'm bothered. Like if that's if that's what you want to hear, but really I just wanted to go to bed, to be honest with you. Okay, uh -huh. all right. Let but me ask you. Which, but then, but hold on. But when she approaches you, are you are your feelings not genuine at that point where you're like, yeah, you, he's you, saying you want, he wasn't. He's saying he's made the whole thing up. I, well, I, I'm saying yeah, I was. Well, I'm talking about, about yeah, that's. I'm that, saying I was twenty beers deep, and it was my idea in the first place. So how can I complain when it happens? But you, but I'm just saying there was, there was no like feelings of like, fuck man, 
I really don't want to see it. It's like I'm over it. Like the story. I, I didn't. I, no, I didn't want to watch a girl that I was once intimate with be intimate with another guy. Of course not. Who want? If anyone wants to do that, then they're sick in the head. Yeah, but th- that's you were like, okay, everybody, do it, do it, do it, do it. And then when it finally happened, you're like, no, you know what? I really don't want to play this game anymore. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay, D, you win. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Okay, um, you win, of course, but yeah. like, and that also, yeah, I try, I try, I always say no regrets, and, and like, it got me, it got me to where I was, and regrettably, I know again, I didn't want to hurt Jay. I, I'm friends with Jay now. I regret the head push. Um, I never wanted to to hurt someone. Um, I did say that. Uh, obviously, they can't fit everything into the episode, but I did express guilt. Um, but you know, if if the if the guilt uh, wasn't shown and uh, you know it's it looks like I'm the villain, then you know I can't. Like I said, I can't say I can't say I'm not the villain because I, what I did was was wrong in many people's eyes. So yeah, I just I was just be, I was just that that just stems from my jealousy of you saying that Scott knows you, and I just wanted to show my dominance. That yeah, that's good. I, that I, know I love you that. Better. Yeah, of course you do. We, me and you know each other in ways that most people will never know each other, do. Exactly. So, exactly. Like we can't we can't get into that on this, but don't start with me. Don't start with me, Scott. And you're just gonna make me sit here and watch you dominate him right in front of me? It's disgusting. Come on. Don't Is that what I actually yeah. sound like? Because I hear this impression all the time. <laughs> and Is I'm that like, what I actually sound like? Because I hear this impression all the time. That is actually really good. That is actually really good. <laughs> that is good. Okay. That is good. You can stop now, but it's good. Okay. Hey, All right. No, well, let me ask I like you. Okay. The, I like the more dominant sounding Rogan. I think I like it's it's it makes it more. Like I a, just. A do you know what? Do you know what? I was honest, and I was, and I showed regret, and I was. Um, I'll, I'll mention this one thing, which. I don't. I would never criticize MTV. I would never criticize the editing because it's the best show in the world. Uh, you can't fit everything into an episode. But um, but basically, uh, my grandfather passed away that week before Jay, so I had a lot of emotion going into that elimination. I had people for the past year or so saying I was scared of elimination, that I cried and begged my way to never be an elimination. So when I got in, in there, I don't want any sympathy because you know. If you if you want to hate me, then so be it. I deserve it. But I had a lot of emotion going in, and that that kind of took over. Um, and I I wanted to dedicate the the win and the red skull to my granddad, but obviously because it wasn't much of a win when someone just has to leave because they're on they're concussed. So it was unfortunate. But yeah, it was it was a very emotional time for me. So like I said, don't feel sorry for me. Keep trolling me. I'm the villain. But uh, there was you know I'm not. I'm not that much of a piece of shit. I do, uh, I do have some, a little heart somewhere, a little black stone heart somewhere inside me. So, so was the head shove? Was the head? You know, big, uh, mad respects to to the to the granddad and the and I, I, at some point I think uh, the head I, shove know, wasn't for my granddad. No, no, <laughs> that's not what I meant. But I bet it he wasn't loved like it. that's for you. No, but I bet he loved it because here's the thing. The question is is. Was the head shove 
more of something that you've done before on the rugby field right. to so, show dominance? So, or was it just instinct? Or was it this pent up everybody's been trolling you about not winning a champion about winning a championship, yeah. not going in an elimination, being a pussy, or is you know, did it stem from it was it was all of it was like, all of the above. There was so much emotion involved and my like again, I don't I don't want sympathy like at all. Cause like, fuck you guys, come for me. But not you guys. I, I mean, don't think people that don't like me. But I don't think you're, yeah, you're not going to get it from the head shove. No, hundred percent. But what I'm saying is my granddad, he, he's Irish. He's the reason I'm a nutcase. He's the reason that I play rugby. So he's the reason I learned the head shove. He's the reason I drink like a fish. He's the reason, you know, I eat like a pig and fuck like a Duracell bunny. So there was there was a lot of fucking emotion and it was kind of, uh, yeah, people telling me that I'm scared of elimination. Um, Jay, you know, calling me down there, everyone going, oh, and it was kind of just, it just all came out. And do I regret it? Yes. Um, but then at the same time, uh, you know, I always try to say no regrets. So I'm thing. sorry, I am, but... It's fucking, it's, 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 it's a game. It's who I am. And yeah, it was, it was nasty, but yeah. Hopefully one day, um, I, I'll get to go against someone bigger and badder. And if they beat me, then everyone's happy because I, I got my, got my just desserts. Or if I beat them, then there's proof that I'm not just picking on the little guy. But w- w- was the head shove premeditated or did it just happen? Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. So the head shove was like, in rugby, like I said, I'm a small guy in, 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 on the rugby field. I sounded like Turbo then. I'm a small guy on rugby field. So I'm like, um, I'm not, I'm not used to hitting people. And then like, it was kind of when I, when I hit, hit someone like that, it was kind of like a, that like, get up, come on, let's go. It was like, a, I don't know. I was expecting him to jump back up and, and fight me. And he didn't, and it made the head shove look so bad. If he had jumped back up after the head shove, the head shove would have never been mentioned. There's people like, remember when Bez, uh, Bez, Bear was fighting Wes and he was digging his elbow into the back of his head and shit like that? Yeah. Uh, but when, yeah, that when, but Wes got up, Wes wasn't going, Ooh, for an hour on the floor like Jay, so. <laughs> so it wasn't mentioned. So I mentioned it. I mentioned it. Yeah, I, I think Derek has because... it as the background on his computer screen. <laughs> because, because listen, so so believe it or not, like I like shit like this. I like dissecting shit. Like I know. This. I, I know that you love the physicality, Derek. Do you know what the one thing is? Right, there's people. I love the fans, and unfortunately, not. I mean, I get a lot of love. I must admit. I must admit, like, I always, I play up on the hate. I don't really, like, I say thanks and I like all the nice comments. And I do have a lot, a lot of, I think they're like the hardcore fans that always watch the physicality. But I think, for a better word, I know this is going to upset people. I think some people like to be offended these days and they like to be offended by anything and they just like to complain. And I would call these people snowflakes. And I think... If you are watching the challenge and you are watching a contact sport and you see a bit of contact and you get offended, like, is that, do these people go on to Pornhub and get offended when they see a big juicy cock? Because that, <laughs> that's what you're there to see. 
Like, I don't get it. Hey, hiring managers. Reopening your small business and rebuilding your team can be tricky when 64% of furloughed workers don't plan to return to their previous employer. If your workers don't come back, Snagajob is here to help. Use snagajob.com to handle your rehiring with access to 47 million hourly workers looking for service industry jobs like yours. You'll save 25% each month with promo code podcast. Start hiring at snagajob.com today. I've been riding a motorcycle for 52 years. I started having back pain that turned into the knee pain. I couldn't even sit on the motorcycle. I was like, oh man, am I going to have to give up riding bikes? Kaiser Permanente, they decided I needed a hip replacement. So I was going to do it through outpatient surgery. <laughs> Panned out great. Recovered overnight. Was home by 11 o'clock the next morning. I'm glad I made the choice for Kaiser Permanente. I'm enjoying life. Every medical case is unique. Kaiser Foundation Health Plan, New Mid-Atlantic States, 2101, East Jefferson Street, Rockville, Maryland, 20852. Now, okay, here, here's the thing, though. Don't you, in a way, appreciate the fact that the intensity is polarizing and not just 100% of the people are just like, way to go, Rogan. The fact that some people are, to use your term, snowflakes, kind of works out for you because then you get to have your lovers and your haters. You get to have people who think oh, you're the 100%. man and who think you're the heel. So it kind of works out because as we find out on the challenge, you don't want to be the person that everyone's just kind of like, yeah, he's pretty good. Like, you don't want to be. Be the person no one's talking about. You want to be the guy who you know, some people kind of don't like. CT just won the award of the best ever reality TV star. Did I see that? Yes, he yeah. did. Um, okay, so I'm, I'm pretty sure he told me, because me and him get pretty deep sometimes. I spent a lot of time with him in Miami partying. And he turned to me and he said, that he was hated for a good, like, his first, like, five years. <laughs> and I was like, okay, shit, I don't know if I could handle five years, but if he was hated for a long time and he's the most... He's not not just the most popular person on the challenge, but the most popular person ever in reality He's TV. He's lucky then. though, because those five yeah, years came done. pre like social media boom. Yeah. My theory is that CT is so lucky because he's had such an incredible life character arc all on TV that goes 100%. and wins him this this you know bracket because now he's beloved Papa Bear CT. If the CT that was threatening to bite people's heads off and get into fights left and right, <laughs> and saying questionable things, yeah, yeah, yeah. was in the Twitter world, you know he would have been canceled. So it's a good thing, I think, that CT came up and went through that growth process when he did, because I don't yeah. think the internet could have handled, you know, early no. 2000 CT. Imagine, like, he used to punch people in the face. Imagine, yeah. and then and not get kicked off. Imagine uh, if I just punched Jay in the face or anyone in the face. Like, no, what the fuck? No, he has. He has. Actually, this is one of the reasons why he was disliked for those years is because he did punch people in the face and he did get kicked off and he essentially got banned for a little while. And we didn't know if he was ever going to come back. And the thing with CT was at the beginning, he was still like that bad boy that everybody would, you know, he, you know, he, he, he walked to the base of his own drum. He didn't give a fuck. He died in competition. He looked the part. He looked like a fucking, you know, like Josh and Rogan. You know what I'm saying? See, do, do you know what? Do you know what? I fucking love that. I'm sorry like again. It's going to offend people. I want to be, I want to be CT. There, I said it. Yeah, he fucking like, inspires me. He doesn't give a fuck about anyone hating him. And now everyone loves him and he's cool because he's Papa Bear. But, but yeah, like, and I, I don't want to compare myself to CT because he is the fucking ultimate dude. And I know 
I have got a long way to go to even be considered in the same fucking sentence as that guy before anyone tries to say that I'm comparing myself to him. But I fucking love him and I love the way he thinks. And that's why when I was in Miami, I literally spent so much time with him. We talk and we're just on the same level. Fuck everyone. If you want to be upset, don't watch the show. Like, you know, watch fucking cartoons or something like that. Don't don't watch the challenge if you're going to be upset by eliminations yeah and yeah if, if like yeah i get it i'm the i'm the devil right now but um i'm gonna i'm, I'm gonna keep being that because <laughs> i not not intentionally i just i i want to win a million fucking dollars i want to do well in the challenge and i want to yeah i want to prove myself by going into eliminations and you never know like i mentioned earlier uh i wanted to be in three out of three so far so maybe i'll be in the next one maybe i'll yeah. be in the one after that I've got yeah. a lot to prove, and I I want to. So let's yeah. see what happens. It, it, yo, and I want to balance this out a little bit. You mentioned the Goldberg spear and the Edge spear, which yeah. is premeditated, and yeah. the people and, and and the opponents are waiting for it. And because it's WWE, they're gonna give you that body so you can fucking spear them. And I, no offense, guys, I don't want. I'm not giving Rogan that. I'm not. I'm not giving. I'm, I'll give him that. Lita was hot. You know, Scott, you know, <laughs> talk about that. Um, so then, hot, man. And, Wait, is she still about or not? I, I, I don't know, but I think you have a chance because at some point I thought I had a chance. Anyway. I've heard that some serious people listen to this. Like, Johnny was telling me that, like, Will Ferrell and, like, I don't know, some of my favorite people in the world are, like, massive challenge fans and stuff. And I'm thinking, hey, if Lita, if, I'm shooting my shot right now. If Lita is listening to this, I'm I'm down. Well, uh, I hate to break it to you, but uh, this story Uh, uh, was told on the podcast a few uh, months ago that Derek actually uh, rubbed elbows and maybe more with Lita at a dodgeball tournament uh, about how many years ago was this? A long time. This is when I first started, man. This is when Lita was this is when Lita was big, and I was just kind of getting my feet wet. No, Scott, cancel. Cancel this. Cut. Cut the call. No, I'm not having it. I'm leaving. (laughs) You rubbed. I would take an elbow. In fact, I would sniff your elbow right now. Yeah, yeah. You could sniff my elbow the next time we see each other. One hundred percent. I give the cliff notes to the story. You're telling me I'm I'm pinning you in a corner, and you're telling me every detail. Yeah, it, it's not that special. It was like an almost, oh shit, damn, I think she's into me and wants to hang out after type of shit because I was. Did you get speared? N- no, I was. I, you dude, gotta be I, careful because he's always watching. Uh, who? Edge. Oh, is Edge and, and Lita a thing? They Back used to be. They were. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm she just was saying, with like. Matt Hardy and he stole uh, her from Matt Hardy. Well, here's yeah. the thing. I, dude, I was at the celebrity dodgeball tournament and I was fucking, I got put in by accident. I was drinking. Uh, of course gave, you were. And that's why me, we love you. And they, they gave me, sh- and I was, and I put on like this fucking show <laughs> in front of like real celebrities, you know, like <laughs> fucking like celebrities were watching as what I was. What do you like, mean show? You mean like you played really well or you were drunk as fucking trying on with Lita? No, I, everything. Everything. <laughs> that's when I, yes, that's, my man. That's probably when I was characterized as the perfect reality TV personality. Was was then? Was that was like the epitome? It was like the beginning, that and people were like, "This guy's fucking taking a shot, diving for loose balls, and fucking chucking chucking <laughs> dodgeballs at good Charlotte's head." 
And then oh my god, god that would be the best. That's like that yeah. sounds like a dream. It was. It was. It was. It was. That's amazing. Um. Anyway, I live for that. I pray yeah. one day I could throw a dodgeball at Good Charlotte's head. It, it, it was, it was unbelievable. And it was all Mike the Miz's fault because it, who's now a WWE superstar. It's all his yes. fault. He didn't yeah. show up. He didn't show it up is, to the dodgeball man. game. They needed one more. I stepped in and did my thing. Anyway, let's get back to your shit here. Uh, so I have, I have a way to tie right. it in real quick. Okay. So we're talking about CT here. CT ends up going into that elimination that you said you would have wanted to go into, even though it doesn't end up being directly physical. It is physically, you know, involved. But Jay ends up pulling it out with a little bit of a better strategy involved. And who knows? Maybe he had more gas in the tank than CT, but he ends up pulling it out. When you watch that play out, CT, someone you know and respect, someone who looked like he had a pretty good strategy in his own mind going into that, but he loses to Jay. Are you thankful that you didn't go into that one, or do you right. think you could have beaten Jay? I have got, I have got a story for you, but it's a long one, boys. So get on, get get your beers ready because this goes on. All right, more with Rogan in just a minute, but I do want to remind you guys one more time about Brooklyn and one of our favorite companies, not just one of our favorite betting companies, but they happen to be our favorite damn betting company. I use it. Lindsay, of course, same bet, uses it as well. We both love Brooklyn, and as does Derek, as does Little D, as does Brock. Bringing comfort into your home is the ultimate form of self-care, and nowadays, self-care is more important than ever. You spend one-third of your life in sheets nowadays, probably more like half of your life in sheets. You don't want them to be insanely comfortable? I know I do. Put comfort first. New bedding, loungewear, towels, and more. Look, they're home to the internet's favorite sheets. They've got over 50,000 five-star reviews, which, speaking of which, head over and give us a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcast. But Brooklinen has more than enough five-star reviews to go around, and it's hard to imagine a summer stuck inside the house. But if we do have to keep everyone safe, I want to be as, as comfortable as possible inside my house, and that's why Brooklinen is lining our apartment start to finish every wall every bed every couch covered in brooklyn and a good night's sleep is priceless especially when you have a baby like us it's increasingly harder to come by so brooklyn and helped us build a bedroom oasis it's the perfect place to escape to when we have the chance like softness like comfort essentials to help you relax brooklyn and has it all their memorial day event kicks off this weekend and you don't want to miss it ease your way into summer with big savings on sheets bedding towels loungewear and their newest hammam and linen collections hey you can't wait. You can get 10% off your first order and free shipping on all new sheet right now when you use the promo code MANIA. Just go to brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Use that code MANIA because Brooklinen is everything you need to live your most comfortable life. All right, speaking of someone living quite the cozy life, Rogan O'Connor. Okay, I'll try and make it as quick as possible. I believe everything happens for a reason, Okay. We get to the challenge that day, or the day before the elimination. It's a memory test. Okay, you remember? And you blow up the truck? Yep. Wes is next to me. Here, again, I use my smartness that people don't think I have. I turn to Wes, and I say, you do the first half of mine. I'll do the second half of mine. We'll do it in one go. I'll pull you into the tribunal. Easy fucking money. Wes says, you're on, let's do it. We go and do it. We complete it before like anyone else. I look around, I think, TJ's fucking onto us. I I panic, think we're going to get done for cheating. I just absolutely fucking scramble up my numbers and can't remember what I did when I could have just said check and gone and blown up the truck. But I panicked because I thought we were too obvious. 
Um, anyway, get them back in the right order and hear CT go, check, check. I'll go, well, that's impossible because we've got me and Wes, and so there's no way he's done it. <laughs> anyway, TJ looks at mine, looks back at CT and goes, CT, go. Yeah, you're good. CT sprints off. Then he looks at mine and goes, you're good. But in the meantime, CT's blowing up a fucking truck. And, uh, and I'm stood there like a, like a lemon. I'm like, I look at Wes, he just shakes his head. He's like, you're such an idiot. And I was like, I didn't wanna, <laughs> I didn't wanna be subtle, right? So I fucked it when I could have blown up that truck. Turns out Nelson had done exactly the same to CT as Wes had done to me. There's your lava. He, they, there was, there was cheating involved. Oh, so, well, that's interesting yeah. that you, so, okay. And I think D, don't even try to get me to cut this out because I'm leaving it in. Um, but what? it's interesting that that's a form of quote unquote cheating that, I mean, oh. you would know better than me. Yeah. Is it straight up told to you or do you just, as you're doing it, being like, this no, is too I, easy. it was, we never got told we couldn't help each other. Right. Well, exactly. That's my point. It's so, an individual challenge. It's so you do it by yourself. So, so if you get caught if you're cheating, not trying. If we, yeah, Johnny Bananas was one of the first things he ever said to me, and you'll see him try and cheat in everyone. But if you get away with it, then it's not fucking cheating. Well, and also, so, if it's not explicitly, because here's the problem with with a game that has so many evolving rules. To me, if you're not flat out told you can't do something, it's not cheating, right? Ask for forgiveness, 100%. not for permission, right? If yes, you had, if you had Scott, asked them that, they saying. would have said, you know, you can't do it. I that, I've said that my whole life. It's so much easier to get forgiveness than it is permission. I, I, <laughs> I always say that. I'm anyway, pretty, so yeah. I'll cut to, I'll just quickly knock this out. So anyway, CT goes, gets it done. He does whatever, swaggy belly. Then the, that very night is the night, um, J and D hook up. And I'm obviously annoyed, whatever, but that's when I play it up. Cause I think CT, throw me a bone. Like, and, and that's when I didn't say, physical i want to i want to fuck him around like a rag doll whatever that's when i said just get me in there get me in there whatever it is let's go and ct's like ah i don't know if i'll get a chance and i'm like come on bro i'll give you a chance and ct was like fuck it and to be honest i don't blame him he lives in miami with a beautiful wife and a beautiful son and like he lives in miami not a fucking bunker so what's the worst case scenario he's gonna go back to the beach and drink a fucking sangria so so he chose, he chose to go in rather than accepting. And no one's calling me. him, and no one's calling him an asshole for putting himself in, by the way. Well, by yeah, the way, for the So record. that, so anyway. that happened. But like I said, everything happens for a reason. Cause I'm going to tell you right now, I can't fucking tie my shoelaces, let alone a chain around a massive metal door. So, um, yeah, Jay would have beat me. Well, who knows what would have happened? You know, you can't tell until you're in the moment, but, um, I'm going to accept that, like I said, everything happens for a reason. CT chose to go down. We didn't know what it was. We just saw a shitload of stuff there. CT does DIY for a living. He does, you know, he builds houses and shit. He looked down at it. He went, sorry, bro, this is all me. I went, okay, cool. Do your thing. Take out Jay and then, you know, we'll help each other out and we'll get my red skull another point. And then, and then that happened. And then I had to try and make it personal um, because I thought, you know, there's one hanging Elimination for a rock climber. There's one tying knots. Elimination for a rock climber and a survivor. I thought the next one's a banger and you know it. So I took every opportunity to get in there. And yes, was that an asshole move because he's smaller than me? Maybe. Was it trying to million, trying to win a million dollars and quite smart? Definitely. You make up your own mind. I don't know. It's the, here's the thing is going back to my spear edge Goldberg spear. It wasn't a spear. It was. 
a good tackle. It was like a good tackle on a smaller guy. Like, no offense. It was not like this. 100%. uh, D, I thought about this so much. He was so close to me, and he took – because what I thought was – he could like he's quick, he's nimble. He's the, un- the all TJ said was he's the undefeated champion. Oh yeah, he's he's he's, he's this, he's that. Yeah. Every he called me out, so I'm thinking, okay, cool. Well, he's saying how good he is at everything. When I step towards him, and I, if I try and spear him, he could pirouette like an NFL player and slot it in, and I could look like a dick. There could be so many things that could go wrong if I try and spear and miss, or and also and if I spear and hit him, like I just didn't want like to hurt him that bad but then he took two steps in he didn't step right he didn't step left he stood in front of me and i'm like i'm gonna throw you on the floor right now buddy what do you mean he he stepped in like he was gonna shoot a three-pointer during a football game yeah and and that's not gonna work when you've when you've got me in front of you no no thank you i'm not gonna let you score a point against me so adam bramson's got a question what were the what were the rules of this of this game? Were you able to grab the ball, move around the circle? Because we've seen this game. So, we saw, we've seen so this yeah, game so before. You've, yeah. you've got you've got to remember I'm English and the challenge only started being shown in the UK season thirty one. And so I and even then like I haven't seen much of it because it's not advertised and shown properly like it should be in the UK in my opinion. It's the best show in the world. I think the UK should take more attention to it and it is what it is. But so I haven't seen much balls in before, you know, so m- many people might know the exact rules, but I was told Jay get is a, as soon as Jay wants to touch the ball, he can touch the ball and then he has to get it in to the, to the goal. Um, I'm allowed to stand on a piece of rope uh, which I had my foot on. And then as soon as he steps inside his piece of rope, I have to get him outside, get him or the ball outside of the, of his rope to, for him to not score a point. So he steps in, he, he freezes in front of me. I take him and the ball outside of the rope and, and then that's it. And, and if that makes the, the head shove, sure was very naughty. It was a bit cheeky. But um, it was it was the heat of the moment, and and it was adrenaline, and it was being told I'm a pussy that is scared of elimination. So, uh, to everyone that's offended, I'd like to take this opportunity to apologise to absolutely nobody, because it is what it is, and we were trying to win a million dollars. Well, in an effort to make you come off as somewhat humble here, you did admit that you do think if you had gone in on the earlier elimination, you said sometimes things happen for a reason. You think Jay could have beat you in the other one, the one that he beat. Hundred percent, hundred percent, and probably people, the other one, and probably people, both of them, right? People, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like, but people are saying, um, "Oh, well, you didn't see CT break his arm, did you?" I'm thinking, imagine if poor Jay is trying to tie a knot with a little bit of rope, and CT just walked over him and snapped his arm in half. I mean, that would have been a bit weird, wouldn't it? I, I'd almost kind of want to like b- give a little blame on TJ here. Is that safe, Scott? Like he literally like ha- like hammed him up. He hammed he hammed him up. He was like the, the undefeated old- the undefeated champion that takes out CT. Yeah, kissed your girl. What are you gonna do about it? Yeah, who was okay. just telling you to come down? Who was just telling you to come down? I'll show you what I'll do about it. Wow, <laughs> fucking TJ's fault, man. <laughs> no, never. I would never say a bad <laughs> word about TJ. 
um, let's get into the stuff that, so, you know, a lot has been said after the fact of what, um, what was or wasn't shown during this elimination and, and you kind of saying that, you know, you went and checked on him and all this stuff that, uh, did it make air, um, talk about, I okay, mean, are so you, no, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm uh, sorry to interrupt. Carry on. No, 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 I, no, you clarify. So, uh, cause I've, I've gotten it from like, you know, questions yeah. and tweets and this and that and some snippets of stuff that you've said about how you were a lot more compassionate I, in the moment I, than it was I, made I out up, to be. I put up a tweet which I immediately, well, not immediately, but I deleted. Um, I'd had a few beers. I was very nervous about, um, what was going to happen because I knew what was going to happen. Um, he was down for a long time. I showed him get up quite quickly. He didn't, he didn't get up really that quick. How long? How long? I, I don't I don't want to get myself in trouble because um I think I overset the line by me by I didn't criticize MTV. I would never criticize MTV. I would never criticize the show or the editing. I think it's like I said, best show in the world and it's edited very well. They don't have time to show everything. But one thing um that I really thought was gonna be shown was me dedicating my win to my granddad. I even told all my family to watch the show, which they never watch, because I didn't make the funeral of my granddad because I was busy um in the challenge. And um so I I said, Okay, family, well, this is why, so please watch because after it finishes, I dedicate the win. And so when my family tune in and it and it, it didn't show it, it um and it just made me look like an absolute cunt um it upset me and so i tweeted saying i did look i did look 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 after him when he was on the floor i did i keep asking if he was okay um but whatever i didn't need to tweet that what's shown is shown and you know if you want to hate me for it hate me for it but everyone knows if if i really was as nasty uh, today as um people think then why why are me and jay good friends now why do we talk on instagram live every night why why do we go drinking together uh, well, here, here's the thing. So, did you did you check on him, or did you stay away from him? Because, based oh. on my knowledge of what I, what I've experienced, <clears throat> when somebody gets the wind knocked out of them, and I've seen children in flag football get the wind knocked out of them, <clears throat> I've had the wind knocked out of me in the softest hits to the gut. I've watched my own child land on his tailbone. It's not and nice. Get, and get the wind knocked out of him. And I go, okay. I don't know what the fuck to do. This yeah, is so, scary so, shit. So that's what happened to him. He had the wind knocked out of him. Had, he, he had the wind knocked out of him, right? Five, he and may within, have been down for five minutes. Within a few seconds of him not moving, he had two, three medics around him. He had TJ with him. He had producers with him. So what the fuck am I going to do? I'm not Nothing. training first aid. What Nothing. am I going to do? Run back up and kick him in the stomach again? Nothing. No, I'm going to sit there and look concerned. If but any, me looking concerned is not going to build any tension. You and, know, like like why the fuck would that be shown? So yes, I was concerned. Yes, I felt regret. Yes, I wanted him to get straight back up. I wanted a battle, but it, he didn't unfortunately for some time. But I'm not more qualified than a medic. It, so, it, it, there's nothing, so there, yes, of course I was upset. Of course I was concerned. Of course I, I wanted him to keep going and he's a fucking animal for getting up and keeping going. And I think he's an amazing competitor. I know he'll come back because he's been the star of the show and a fan favorite for the first five episodes. I, I'm a, I'm a massive Jay fan. I can tell you that right now. So yeah, all these things are true, but, but fuck showing them because what's the point? Like, <laughs> Uh, you don't need to. Uh, you don't need to give me sympathy. Like I said, you don't need to try and make me look good. I'm the. 
I'm the villain now. No, no. Here's the thing. You tackled the guy. You knocked, you knocked the wind out of him. That's it. You didn't knock him out. I, well, you did knock him out. And I want to get to that too. But the thing <laughs> is, when someone gets the wind knocked out, when someone gets the wind knocked out of them, you stay away. You give them room to breathe. Guess what? Those medics, TJ, they didn't do anything but give him time to lay on the ground and fucking get his air back. Yeah, because he has the uh, wind knocked out of him. I'll tell you one thing that just came to my mind, which um, which wasn't like shown as well, but this is this may have done me a favor. So, oh, I don't know if it was shown. I was so emotional watching all that back. I can't even remember what was shown or not. But I did say when he not when he was conscious again and he was up and he was with the medics and I saw that he looked concussed. I looked him in the eye and I said, "Do not continue." It's only going to get worse. I did say that uh, for my sins. So, and and that's because that's I'm an, I'm a winner. I'm a, I'm a I'm a physical guy, and I knew it's true. You're gonna try and do the same thing again. I'm gonna try and do the same thing as well. And that's until that red skull is on my helmet. That's how I felt. And again, that's a horrible thing to say. And I know I'll be slated for it, but no, keep, keep coming at me. Keep, you're gonna keep getting slammed. So I, I advised him, I advised him to, to stop. Yeah, I, in, I don't in, think, in a rude way. I, I, I just don't think that, I mean, we've seen this happen. Scott, we've seen this happen. The UFC fight. Justin Gaethje, who's fighting tomorrow, was fighting. Oh, I'm so excited. Conference. Don't even get me started. Yeah, yes, I'm going to get you started. Justin Gaethje's fighting Tony Ferguson, who now follows me. And now I, oh! I, I, I have to now I have to root for Tony Ferguson after I've been rooting for the human highlight for the past five years to get his championship fight. Anyway, um, but we saw, you know, Justin Gaethje fight his boy Cowboy Cerrone and that he looked at the ref and said, stop the fight. Like, I don't want to yeah. punch this guy in the head anymore. Stop it mid fight. You yeah, know, yeah. I said, yeah, listen, yeah. thank you, Derek. That makes, yeah. honestly, that makes a lot of sense. I literally said that. I saw that he was asking the producer what happened and what he said, what, what's happened? And I thought, fuck, this is bad. And he said, what's the rules again? She said, well, the same thing you've been told a few times. He went, what? So, uh, okay. And then he didn't remember the, the original, he didn't remember him. He didn't remember him having a go. And I, and I could just tell. And I said, don't, don't carry on. It's only going to get worse. But I said it in a, in a, in a firm tone, basically, it was it was more of a don't fucking carry on or this will get worse. Where, but it's because I'm a competitor. That's what I said. Hey. But um, but yeah, I didn't want to hurt him again. Uh, and that's why you see on the second go, I don't hit him at all. On the third go, I just give him a little push. He falls into a barrel and it looks a lot worse than it was. But that's why I don't spear him like I wanted to <laughs> because I'm not that evil. But um. Yeah, you know, it is it is what it is. And Jay is in perfect health now. And he's the biggest challenge fucking star that everyone loves. And, um, I, yeah, and, you know, I, so I, it's I think not it, the end of the world for him. That's no, for sure. I think it means a lot. I think I think we all can applaud him and say, damn, I can't believe he stepped back in there and tried it again. A hundred And had the balls yeah. to do it again. He's a serious, serious dude. And people keep saying... Oh, you guys hate each other, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't. I love him. But I'm not replying to those people because if I get put in a rival season with him, then best believe we're fucking taking that down. He's everything. He's everything I'm not. He can climb. He can tie knots. He's probably smarter than me. He's obviously a lot more likable than me. 
you know, so we together we co- cover most bases. So I would love to team up with that guy, but um, we'll just see because I know uh, I've been called out by a few of his pals on Instagram and stuff. I don't know oh. if they're just trying to get on the show or what, but you know, I've had a few a few people from Survivor and. And there's some terrible dating shows and all sorts try and step up, but whether they're just trying to get on, get on the show or whether they get, they're really upset about Jay or whatever, but, uh, I like it. I like it. I like the, I like the passion. Uh, Scott, what do you, I, dude, I got a lot of shit for backing you up on that scene. I'll be honest with you, but, um, whatever. I, I, I thought it was interesting. Have you ever, concussed someone before or was was the diagnosis a concussion um, any you know any what, with, uh with talk on, yeah any talk of like yeah so I, I, it was a concussion I, i've never yeah. i've never given I anyone mean, a concussion i don't know if i had I, you know i um i went to the doctors a week later uh, I had like a cyst in my eye, basically just living in that absolute shithole of a bunker. Everyone got ill at one point, had something wrong. And uh, the doctors or the hospital just sounded like a nice day out. So I had a weird cyst in my eye at one point and I went there and um, someone told me by accident, I don't know whether it was crew or whatever, I'm not going to name names, but someone said, oh, this is this is a good week after. Oh, your friend just leave today, Jay. And I'm thinking, fuck, he was in the hospital for a week. So then I started feeling really fucking bad. Uh, but then when I spoke to Jay and asked him about it after the show, he said he was only, he was only kept there for a day and it was, it was concussion. Yeah. But he, he's fine. He was fine and he flew home soon after. So, uh, I don't know whether Jay's trying to save face, uh, or whether the hospital got it wrong or whatever. But yes. So, but I've concussed many people many times. I played rugby. I box. I've been concussed many times. I've had my head stamped in. The last time I played a game of rugby um, was about two years ago. I got I got red carded and sent off after ten minutes for spear tackling someone onto their head. So it's how it's how I compete, and um, a lot of people aren't going to like it, but well, I fucking do. That doesn't score and a day with Lita. I don't know what will. Um, all right, let's get to some of these questions. Um, here's a question from Larry. He says, "For me, it was less about the elimination." Um, Okay, this is More really about the head push. Yeah, exactly. So, oh, how do you Shut know? Shut up, yeah. Larry. Do <laughs> <laughs> um, you um, have the expression "happy as Larry" in and America? Let me, let me and let me ask you this though. It's like, how did he not like do anything to protect himself? Is is my question? Because I believe they would call it deer in a headlight. Because I told him. I do think I do mind games. I'm a horrible person, sure, but Dino's what I'm talking about. When you saw me hug him before we started, and I did this several times, I made sure I wrapped my arms around him and showed him how big I am. And yeah, it, oh, I'm a I'm a bitch for doing that. Whatever. I put into his, I let him know subliminally and physically in every way that he was about to get dominated. And that's why instead of doing a little pirouette or trying to jump over me or do his best sprint round me, he, he got caught like a deer in a, in a headlight and he, he got slammed and that, and that's that. Can, can you like you a- see Conor McGregor win fights before he's even got into the octagon. You get in the heads. It's what you do when you're a competitor. What's the height and weight on Jay? Uh, he is 5'10 uh, and like 170 pounds. When I filmed, I was five ten and a half and one hundred and ninety five pounds. 
roughly, give or take. So, so yeah, twice his size. No, three times his size. No, fuck it, ten times his size, the big bully. No, just just a competitor against someone who's not used to contact that's big, sport. That's bigger than me, height and weight. That's right, D, that's right. I mean, that's, well, that's a, that's roughly, I don't know, he might. Latef or Latef here says, yeah, I, know, Rogan, I know he's, I know he's 5'10. I know he's, you're going to say, you're going to say 170. I'm going to say 155. Has, uh, I don't know. I didn't weigh him when I picked him up, but, uh, it felt, it felt like, did you do anything? This is like from, uh, Latef or Latef says, has, did Rogan do anything different to prepare for this challenge compared to the previous two? Um, did you reach out to any other challengers? He said, did you, did you train differently? It, it was the, it was the opposite. I went in with, without Josh, without Kaylee, without Paulie, without Kara, without Leroy, without Cam, without Ninja, without, without an alliance. I turned up with CT and I looked around and I thought, I'm going to hurt you. And then I'm going to hurt you. And then I'm going to prove everyone wrong and I'm going to win a million dollars. That's why I thought when I walked into the, walked into this challenge. So that I didn't prepare. I just wanted to prove people wrong and I wanted to fight. I had a lot of aggression, as you may have well seen. Do you think not having those people actually worked in your favor? Because I, I feel like, you know, um, although last season um, it sort of worked well to have like a big alliance and whatnot. But now I think coming into this season with a course correction, you see an adjustment in the rules. I don't know if that would have been looked at the same way or if people would have made an effort to, say, target a big group of friends. Did it see, sort of work out yeah. that you didn't have a I bunch mean, of yeah, obvious there was, partners? There was me and CT turned up. And that, and that was it. And then D came up to me despite what happened on the season before and said, look, I've got you if you've got me. Uh, and Wes feels the same. Wes came up to me and said the same thing, but Wes says that to everyone. So I took it with a pinch of salt. I thought D's going to come with me, for, for me at some point. So whatever D. So my alliance was me and CT. And I thought if I fuck, like, fuck people up early or I win a couple challenges early, people are going to leave me alone because I learned that from a guy called CT who does that every time. He doesn't form alliances. He goes in as a one-man team, and he scares people and intimidates people. And so that's that's what I tried to do. I put everything into the first challenge. I won it. People then started approaching me. Big Brother people started asking me to, to be part of their alliance. Kyle and Johnny wanted me to, to stick with them. I got Corey and Nelson, who I'm friendly with on the outside. We're like, are we cool? So I was just cool with everyone. Like, I wasn't in an alliance. I was just cool. I was chilling. Um, but at the same time, I was ready, ready to prove myself. Um, you mentioned, you know, uh, at the beginning of this season, you had the thing with Jen that doesn't last long. She obviously goes home. You mentioned you've always had feelings for Nani and, and stuff like that. Um, the, a lot of this season so far has been made about, uh, Bear and his endless quest to, uh, get Kayla on his good side. Um, were you sort of after the, the gen thing, did you kind of, you know, take a back seat and, and not do as much flirting or are we just not seeing it in the edit? Um, basically I, uh, can you hear me? Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I've just changed rooms and got a towel thrown over my head by my flatmate. Um, so with the gen thing, uh, it was, yeah, I was kind of over it because obviously me and Mel walked into the house with me thinking I was going to hook up with Mel because we just shared a hotel room together and, um, 
and that, that was the plan. Like, we'd been chatting for a couple of weeks. We both knew, like, without saying it, that we were going in together. She had a night in a hotel, had a little kiss, had a few drinks, and it was, it was game on. Then I turned up and met Jen, and of course, you know, every, all, all the boys were talking about Jen. And I was like, well, you know, me being the, the vain, arrogant alpha male that I am, I thought, well, if she's, she's the main prize, Rogie's gonna try and have a little go. So that happened, and, and then when she left, I kind of, me and Mel realized that we'd known each other for five, six years, and it just trapped in a bunker together when she's farting and, and all that. I was just, it just, it just wasn't, it wasn't for me. Um, the Nani thing never went away. Uh, that's, I don't think it ever will, man. I don't know. It's a strange, strange connection, but, uh, she doesn't seem to reciprocate it. Like she seems to like everyone else apart from me. I don't, I don't know what I need to do. So, so I don't know what I need to change there. I mean, I might grow my hair like ASAP or something like that. Who knows? It's quarantine after all. But um, so. All right. Um. So yeah. So. Leave him alone. He's in a podcast. Sorry, I'm being I'm being abused. To be fair, to be to be fair, he's getting me a beer. Better getting me a beer. Sorry. So so yeah. So the whole situation with the um with the females was I was in there to have fun and I wasn't I wasn't allowed to due to to Diesel. Uh. Funny. Uh, okay, I got, I got a couple questions. Got some more for him? Yeah, go go for it. Yeah, then let's let him go because clearly he's uh, he's uh, in the Ghostbusters house. So yeah, know. sorry. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting attacked. No, it's all right. It's all it's right because right, they're bringing me beer, so it's fine. Very nice, very nice. They're like we we need the 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 rhino needs to stay hydrated. Absolutely. Yeah, I need to stay fed. I need my medicine. Yo, I have I have some questions about the ep- the actual episode, the rest of it. Um, but the last thing I'm gonna ask about the elimination round is the ball being on fire. Like, yeah. what did you think? Like, no, no no talk happened about the actual like, you know, did you feel like it may burn your face? Did, were you afraid um, of that? Like, I, I literally did not care. Uh, I wish that like it, that's what I mean. Like, I wish it had gone on for longer. I wish, cause that's a fucking cool twist, man. Huh. But at the time I was so in the zone. I was so pumped that it, whether it was on fire, whether I was on fire, it wouldn't have mattered. I was, I was that in the zone, but it would have looked so cool if it'd gone on a few more rounds and, you know, I'd got to have a go and carry a ball of fire. I mean, yeah, that would have been amazing, but unfortunately it was it was short-lived it was short and sweet so we didn't get to see the full fire experience so hopefully they bring that one back because i'd love to have another go at it and i've heard a few people like want to want to have a go at it with me so maybe you know i think i could have taken quite a few of them up there quite easily but you know that's just me being putting the rogan and arrogant again no, I, dude, listen, the problem is here with a game like that, you have a ton of experience with it. So with your size and strength and experience, you're, that's, that, that could possibly be like, no one beats you at that game unless they put fucking Derek Poole in there against the Rhino. And, you know, with, that, you, do you know what? Ups, I, as much as, as much as I love you <laughs> and, and, and you know that I do, I would, I would love to, I would love to wrestle you. I, yeah. I'm not saying I'd win. Never in a million years, but I would really fucking enjoy it. 
Because yeah. I've seen what you did with Joss. Um, and, I, and, you know, I know how fucking... Like, Joss doesn't have that horrible killer instinct that I seem to have. Oh. But, but he's still tough, man. Yes! And big and, and, and yes. endure, athletic. endurance. Yeah. Mine. So, it would have... It, uh, I would love to do... What you did with Joss or, or balls in with your, we should just do it. Fuck, like not even on the show. Yeah, we'll just do we'll, it in a garden one day and we'll just have the best time of our lives and then we'll just drink beer together after. It would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully neither one of us has like a, a broken arm or gets concussed. I mean, we probably will have, but I'm sure we'll still drink through it. <laughs> yeah, I'm Drinking sure is the through. best medicine. We'll drink through it. And then the next day we'll be like, ah. Fuck did I do to myself yesterday? Ah, but then we'll just we'll just spend ah, the day we'll just spend the day carrying on drinking on the sofa, watching it back, and just spudding, which is when you fist bump, and just just laughing and just having the best time of our lives, and it'll all been worth it. So uh, I'm, we'll I'm go, more than happy to do that. We'll go like three days straight. We've done that before. <laughs> <laughs> we have done that before. <laughs> uh, um, I think I cap out at like three days nowadays. So four, yeah, I don't want to do yeah. four. I think I'm done with four because it's going to take me like a week to get back to being a normal, normal person at unless, least. Unless I'm in, unless I'm in Ibiza then, yeah, I'm probably on a three day max, but Ibiza seems to change you. So I reckon, yeah, but yeah, anyway, I'm getting old too, you know, it's not like, uh, I, I don't enjoy a hangover as much as I used to. Yeah. Can't battle through it as much. Yeah. Um, I, I have a, co- a couple questions about the, about the show, the actual episode, the rest of the episode. Um, yeah. you know, so the, the, um, I guess throwing the challenge, right? There was a lot of, you know, talk about Jordan throwing the challenge, Josh throwing the challenge, Anissa throwing the challenge. Do you think people were throwing the challenge, um, to, you know, to, I guess, you know, get Jenna out of the game or go get the Oh, game. hey, dumb, dumb. What do you think? You think Josh really challenge or you think he just accidentally kicked a piece off straight away and made the best bit of TV I've seen in a long time? I, I was think- there and I saw, I love Josh to bits and we, we, we hang out in Miami and we were very close friends, but his big, dumb, clumsy foot kicked the shit out of that piece of puzzle accidentally straight away and you know it. What what was the problem with uh, with uh, Nelson? Um, because Nelson's not the again loving the bits, but Nelson's not the sharpest tool in the box either. So when he sees it, and you, Anissa's not great at physical activity, so when she's dropping that puzzle piece, it, it be I promise you it's an accident. There's a lot of things Anissa's good at. A commentary, she's fucking hilarious, and massages, she's very good at as well. But Picking up puzzle pieces on the side of a lorry is not her forte. So don't don't go crazy at fucking Anissa when she's dropping a little puzzle piece because Nelson would have been great at that with a different partner, of course. But don't don't tell her she threw it when she didn't. It was I, to me, it was obvious that she hadn't. There was a and I don't, no one has no one. I, I promise you, no one on that day tried to throw that challenge. Um, as far as I know. By the way, you can get your Anisa gear at challengemania.shop, and you can also get your Jogan gear at challengemania.shop. But why does yes, Nelson Yes, I had care? one sent to me. I signed one for a lady called Kira the other day, and I just sent her, signed it all, and yeah. uh, she's very happy. I sent her a bearwear beanie with it, too. She yes, she loved it. She, she loved it. She loved it. Um, why, wait, wait, wait. I was going to say, why does Nelson give so much of a crap on a girl's week that they're losing this challenge? Like, I get that everything's I like a puzzle know. piece, I but... Think- 
I think he's just a com- he's a competitor, but he doesn't think things through. Like Nelson's one of those guys that he's smart in many ways. I say many ways. He's smart in some ways. Couple, um, couple ways. But he's an athlete, right? And he's a competitor, and he fucking wants to win. And he when he when he's killing it and sliding up and down, grabbing them puzzle pieces, and he's like, yeah, yeah, getting in the zone. And then and then he has an Issa just be like, plop, and fuck it up. Then one, it annoys him, and then in the back of his head. He's thinking she's she may have thrown this, which annoys him further. And then he he doesn't think about the fact that if he shouts in a woman's face, he's gonna be a target because he just doesn't seem to have that in his brain. Um, so he just all those three things combined, and he just turned into an arsehole. And um, I, again, love him to bits, but uh, yeah, he was an arsehole to Anita, and it didn't do him any favors. Yeah, she's not the person you want to be. I feel like she's taken on, and and trust me, this is why we made the Anisa gear over at ChallengeMania.shop with her in the the whole uh, nope uh, poster and everything. Because she nope. has become, I think, the avatar for us as viewers during this season. Anytime someone's having an awkward argument, there's an awkward vote. She's there making the crazy facial expressions. So she was the worst person for him to target with this verbal onslaught. Her commentary is so good. And so, like, she's my favorite favorite commentator of the show for sure and yeah facial expressions yeah as well she's she's very entertaining i can see why she's still coming back for sure love that Uh, girl so uh obviously anyone that knows mikey p uh had a diff had a hard time watching this uh last episode what Mm -hmm. do you and i know that you've hung out with him uh you know he's been very nice to us um what do you make of this whole bear kayla you know, uh, kind of mockery of the whole situation with the, with Wes and Johnny. I mean, Wes and Johnny, uh, Wes and Johnny are doing their, what, 20th season and 15th season, 13th season, whatever. And there's a reason they're doing that is because they're entertainers and they're funny as fuck. And that's why people tune in to watch the best show in the world. And, um, so any opportunity they, 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 I mean, if a girl's cheating on a boyfriend of four years, do they have respect for her? Nope. And if Bear's trying his best and doing that, do they have respect for him? Nope. Uh, so are they going to make fun of them? Fuck yeah. And that's exactly what they did. And um, like it or hate it, I didn't get involved. I walked in. Uh, I'm, like I said, I wasn't friends with Mikey before the show, really. I had spoke to him briefly, and he had told me to kind of look out for Caleb, which is why I advised Bear to leave her alone for a long time. Uh, but he just wouldn't listen. Um, but yeah, so I didn't really, I mean, I giggled cause, cause it is what it is. They are Johnny and Wes are funny fuckers, but, um, but yeah, it's, I had no part of it and, uh, it was, it was very naughty <laughs> to say the least. I, I, I like the explanation. I can take the explanation. I just wanted to hear it from uh, an insider's perspective. Um, and then, and then my last question here comes from Dave Woods. He also purchased some bearware from you recently. He does have a rhino next to his name at this point. And Fuck he yeah. asked, and yeah, absolutely. Um, what's up, Dave? So he asked, the slam heard around the world got you a lot of heat on Twitter. Did yeah. anyone in the game, anyone in the game, in the moment, have a problem with the way you handled handled yourself in that elimination? <coughs> still no. believe, hold on, still believe if you slammed anyone but Jay, people would have loved it, especially if it was bananas. I tell you, I tell you what, right now, <clears throat> shout out to Dave, and I love being called Rhino. I used to be called Bear, but can't really call me that anymore due to Stephen Bear. Um, ah. So I, 
I love the Rhino name and shout to Dave for buying Bearware. Um, appreciate that a lot. Um, by the way, yeah, bearware.co.uk if anyone wants to go give that a little look-see. Um, I tell you one thing, if anybody had a single problem with what I did in that elimination, then they lied to my face about it and they never said a single thing. I got on that bus and I expressed my emotion and told people that I didn't feel satisfied, um, that it wasn't how I wanted to win my first elimination. And everyone went, you went down there and you handled business, bro. You're a fucking beast, bro. You did exactly what you needed to do. Everyone would have done exactly the same thing. No one said a single bad word to me, to my face, to nothing. And as far as I'm, as far as I know, no one said anything bad behind my back either. So no one had a problem with it in the cast whatsoever. As far as I know. And if they, and if they do, if they did, then fucking let me know and I'll do the same to them. I'm going to throw this question out there that we can end on this. Um, so now Jay's gone, right? Obviously you yeah. have the red skull in a perfect world. You don't have to go in again at all. I've but, got three red skulls. Right. You oh. have three, you have three red skulls. You get, I'm joking. Yeah, I'm joking. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. So anyway, so you have one, two, three red skulls, whatever. Let's hope. And I'm sure you were hoping you don't have to go in again, but why am know, I hoping that? Why am I hoping that? Well, I mean, look, any t- time you go in is a chance to go home, and now that it doesn't earn you anything Because you're than- a pussy, bro. You're not going to go in because again, I'm, bro. Because I'm scared of elimination, right? Yes. Yeah, of course. Yes, let's, you're- hope, <laughs> let's, hope, let's hope people keep this energy. So who, who who's on your radar now, though? If you're thinking, if I have to go in again, I hope it's against X, Y, or Z. Now that Jay's out, who do you match up nicely against with who's left in the game? I, I do like this was the the only the only beautiful thing about living in this absolute shithole was the fact that I got on with all the guys really well. Um, so with Jay gone, I mean Kyle just for the banter and because I know I could easily beat him um, uh, and I think. Um, but in, in actual fact, me and him were getting on for the first time ever. So there was no beef. So although I wanted to, I didn't, I didn't, I was not going to throw myself in. I'm not an idiot, but I was, I was staying ready uh, by all means. So there, there was no one I was targeting, but, Oh, I want. I, I I wasn't finished. I wasn't satisfied. Let's leave it at that. And and after that, like knockout, there's literally a knockout. He like knocked the guy out with a tackle, and yeah. like a half a ta- like like a good like a decent tackle, not even like a fucking spear into the ground tackle. Like he just gave a normal. I, tackle. Yeah, I, I did an interview earlier, and I said, in all honesty, uh, without trying to blow my trumpet too much from the my twenty odd years of experience of rugby i would say that was probably 20 percent of what i what i could do to someone and so we'll see so everyone else is looking at him scott like i don't want to fuck with that yeah and that was another reason why i wanted to prove myself so much because although i wasn't then gonna hide away and be like don't pick me don't pick me um i kind of i did Think okay then yeah I hit him that hard no one wants any of that you're you're exactly right D. and and so but the I think the question is what Scott's trying to ask is like who's like the next pe- person that people are like gonna be like oh well I think I want I think I want that I think you know this is the next J this is the I next guess guy it's Kyle, I want to well, well I'll tell you I'll drop I'll drop you a little bit of lava 
Um, as where's, where, where's he called it? So there, there was a thing at the very beginning, which is why Jay got picked on. And it, and it was a thing that Wes came up to me and he said, he said, look, we're going to make it, we're going to make it Wes, uh, we're going to make it Asaf versus Jay. Cause they're the, they're the, they're the rookies. All right, cool. Easily done. I, like he said, cause I, I was in control. Um, Corey and Jenny were going to choose whoever I went with. All right, okay. We'll make it them. And then he went, whoever comes back from them, we'll put them in again. And this was a thing. Um, that Wes and CT and, and John, like a few others had talked about, and it's called Operation Red Skull. And we were just going to see what happened. And we were just going to keep putting in the Red Skull <laughs> until, so there was only ever going to be one Red Skull. So that might still happen to me. Um, but I think it got aborted when C t- took off his jacket and went, I'm going in. And then Wes kind of turned to him and went, okay, so that one's fucked then. We're, uh, <laughs> we're canceling that plan. So, um, so there was an original plan to just go for whoever had the red skull. So that might still be the case. Who knows? But um, I like to think that it was aborted and, you know, we'll see. But there was no one, there was no one on my radar. You know, no, no one in particular that, that I wanted to, to prove myself against. All right. That's all. So, I, got, I mean, I, I would, I would try and be brave and say Fessy, but that would just be a fucking lie. Cause who wants to get killed? Not me. Ooh. Yeah, he looks like one hell of a fucking athlete. Dude, That's he's so sure. fucking big. Bro, watch his Instagram. He's six foot five, six foot six, whatever. Built like, I mean, he's, he's got a bit of a dad bod. He's not like, he's not got the abs and that, but he is so fucking big. And all he wants to do is compete. Yeah. Like, you start bench pressing, he'll come up to you in the gym and be like, how many, how many reps did you do? Oh, I don't know, bro, 12. Okay, cool. Get off. I'm going to do 13. You get in the pool, he'll try and leg you up and just start wrestling you. Like, he, he's just a competitor. He's just, like, I don't know whether he's just trying to prove himself, but he's just scary, man. Yeah. So I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I wanted to prove myself, and I just hope it was it's not against him, but who knows? Maybe it will be. Yeah, the whole rookie plan, let's toss in the rookies, like, definitely went out the window because they're 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 – he looks, you know, like Fessy. Dude, I seen him. He posted a video somewhere where he would. He did a fucking. Uh, uh, you see him jump the car? Yeah, yeah. He jumped the car. He did a uh, through the legs, left-handed dunk? dunk. Yeah, through yeah. the legs. He's not left- even a fucking basketball player. He's an NFL player. Well, he nearly was an NFL player, and he's posting like through the leg dunks, uh- jumping over cars. Mate, he is a, just a purebred athlete. So, yeah. um. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I would, I'll be honest again, this is me being a cocky little shit. I would love to have done fireball against Fessy. Um, even if he would have literally pounded my head into the ground, just because it would have just been, com- I love competition. I love competitive people and people giving everything. And I'm sure people wouldn't have complained if he had slammed me like that. No. Um, for some reason. Knowing what I know, knowing what I know about your experience and, and how you hit and your, your 20 years of rugby, I know why you like that matchup. Just saying, just yeah. saying, just throw like, that out there. Um, this is a, this is a hidden little thing that no one knows. <laughs> so, you know, my, where my back went in vendettas. Yeah. Obviously I was a big muscly cunt that should never have been running up mountains, but, um, my back originally went, I slipped two discs in my back from spear tackling, um, someone that was about six foot seven, about nearly 300 pounds in a rugby game. That's how my back originally went. 
So that's that's when I went to hospital, and that's when I had to have a lot of a lot of work done. So that's how I originally hurt my back. Then I thought it was recovered, uh, and that's why I did the challenge. But I hadn't run up any mountains since the uh, since the hit. And so as soon as I did, that's when I was reminded that uh, you shouldn't hit people that big. Yeah. Don't yeah. fuck with people twice your size. Let that be a lesson to uh, anyone. Bum, bum, bum. I mean, uh, or, or do, and just have a two slip discs in your spine for the rest of your life, or concussion for a week, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, man, that's all I got, dude. Uh, you really appreciate you coming on and you know spraying us with uh, an in-depth look on what's really going on in there and your experience and. Scott, dude, that's that's all I got. Where can they get the bearware? Tell them about the bearware. Um, bearware.co.uk. So I've put these new hoodies. I've got quarantine hoodies, bearware and chill ones. Uh, they're blue and pink. Everyone would have seen them on my Instagram because I know everyone's seen them because they don't even go on sale till Monday. Um, I put them on pre-sale last Monday, and I'm pretty much sold out. Like I'm sold out of a lot of sizes already. So it's insane that um and. I swear to God, over half my orders are to America. So it's crazy. So I appreciate the fans so, so much. Um, Love it. The people, despite me being a villain, you still want the bearware. Um, well, dude, uh, are you so, kidding me? Ba- when uh, you, go, you go to WWE shop, do, people are buying the bad guy gear left and right. Some of the best looking go. stuff is from the bad guys. So everybody Long may needs it continue then. Long may it continue. Also, can I just point out something that I wanted to weirdly mention, right? that has happened to me last night and it's so strange and I'm so confused by it. So I have cameo, right? <laughs> I, have you seen this? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Uh, I, okay. So I have cameo and, um, I'm dedicating the majority of the money that I do my cameos to, to the, well, we have the NHS in the UK, um, which is who's what people working on the front line against COVID. So, um, it's for that. And I also, I have a cheap price, whatever. So I do a lot of cameos, a lot. Um, but I, so I've done so many cameos recently, people asking me to, most of them asking me to be topless and most of them asking me to neck a beer. So that's why I'm always drunk because I'm always doing cameos and that, that's my excuse and I'm sticking to it. But, um, recently I, I've got a lot of weird ones like, um, asking me to seduce their wife by like, um, doing a dance and stuff like that. Anyway, so I have, I've done so well on Cameo recently that I have my own Cameo like support person at my beck and call on WhatsApp. And she told me, she was like, well, if you really want to push your Cameo, you should record a video of you doing a, doing a Cameo to one of these people's wives and just post it. And I swear I had, I did, I don't know, over 10 last night and it just so happened. And I swear, this is either the biggest coincidence in the world or I'm being set up. The cameo said, and you can check my, check my Instagram story. I don't know if it's gone yet. I'm pretty sure it'll still be there. Oh, the, the cameo one. said, it said, Hey there, my wife's called Amanda. She's in love with you. She would love you to flex for her and tell her how much you fancy her. Blah, blah, blah from Wes. And, um, I didn't think anything of it. I just did it. Thought it was, thought I'd nailed it. I nailed a beer while I was topless, whatever. So I sent it to the cameo person. They said, yeah, it's not a private request. So you can post it on Instagram. You can advertise your cameo using that. Didn't think anything of it. Didn't think anything of it. So I, I literally posted it on my Instagram story. And then, um, 
And then Wes messaged me and he was like, you're so funny. Um, how did you think of this? Did you request it yourself and then cancel it so you didn't have to pay or what? And I went, what the hell are you on about, Wes? And then I noticed Wes. And then I went, tell me your wife's name's not Amanda. And he said, yeah, it is. And so I went, Wes, you're weird. Why are you requesting this cameo? And he is convinced that someone challenge-related is setting him up. But what a coincidence out of the 100 cameos that I get, I chose one that said, Wes and Amanda, and Wes's wife's name's Amanda, and it was me seducing Amanda and telling her to sack off Wes and be with me. Well, it's it's either someone from the challenge world, like a Johnny or somebody, or it's just a creepy fan uh, who's taken advantage of the fact that you have wider cameo preference parameters than the average person because uh, essentially people can request whatever they want and people, yeah. you know, use it for, hey, uh, you know, congratulate this fellow on getting a new job or this person, uh, you know, uh, getting married or whatever. So the fact that you're, you know, I think doing a little bit more than I'm that. I'm seducing people's wives. Yeah, I am. Yeah, and uh, for my sins. So but... you think you think it's their wife? They could be fucking with like their their buddy from college who they don't talk to anymore, and now they're using it to screw with them. You know, because so they've always had a thing for their so wife. So I, I, I'm careful. convinced it's Johnny. I'm actually convinced it's Johnny. Wes messaged me earlier, and he went. I think I know what's going on. We're being set up. But how weird? But I get a hundred uh, requests a day, and I didn't think anything of it. I didn't even. It didn't even click the Wes thing. So it's just pure coincidence that the one cameo I've ever posted was about Wes. I don't know. It's so, it's just baffled me. Um, Rogan, <laughs> thank you for joining us. We appreciate you. And uh, in all seriousness, you have fun doing those cameos. So people should check you out over there. Thank and, you. Uh, thank send, you. Send their wife. I really appreciate message. it. I, I just want to say um, shout out to you boys. You've always been amazing to me. Um, Derek, one of my one of the only people that agrees with me right now. Well, no, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. All the hardcore, like old fans and stuff, I get so many nice messages, um, uh, which I appreciate so much. So I do, I know I highlight the worst ones because I really enjoy the banter, but um, I just want to say thank you to everyone that is actually reaching out to me and telling me that I'm a beast and to keep going, whatever. And um, to all the, um, I don't want to say snowflakes, but all the people, to all the people that I offended Right, and I did, and I admit that I did do wrong. Then I am sorry. But to all the people that just want to be snowflakes for the sake of being snowflakes and want me to be the villain, then uh, strap yourselves in because we're just getting started. And 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 to all the quote unquote snowflakes, if you really go back and watch the tape again, he's like he's like a, a, a he's like a, a big kid that accidentally throws the guy down. And he goes and like runs to get the ball and then he oh like throws the ball away. Like, like he, and then he looks down and he doesn't know what he, like he just doesn't even realize one, one what of, he just did. One of my friends messaged me, <laughs> one of my friends messaged me, right? I sent them the video and I was expecting them to reply. Uh, basically, my, but my dad and my brother, obviously big time rugby players. Um, and obviously I dedicated the win to Pap, or at least I told them I had, or I had in real life, although it wasn't unfortunately shown. Um, they said, uh, they were like, where's the hit? Where was the big hit? All yeah. This. And then, um, my friend messaged me when I sent him the video. I was expecting all these people to be like, you beast, whatever. So that's what my dad and my brother said. My best friend replied saying, ha, 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 when you ran afterwards to get the ball, it looked like you were running to the fridge to get snacks. <laughs> he did. <laughs> and it's so true if you watch it back. Yeah. Me running to the ball is like, I like trotter. 
Yeah. You want to see a real snowflake? Watch him run. Yeah, it was fucking hilarious, but it was great. You'd have to really ass to to wet ass real quick. Yeah, and he doesn't just like for the record, he doesn't like chuck the ball into the stands or anything like that. He doesn't like fucking punt the ball afterwards. He like fucking just like just like rolls it. It just like rolls it out of bounds, like, and then just stands there. Imagine if I'd thrown it. Imagine if I'd thrown it at Jay. (laughs) Imagine if you would have thrown it at all. That would have been like aggressive. But watch how unaggressive (laughs) he really is. After I tried to pretend, I think it was like. Oh shit, he's not moved. Okay, uh, we'll just, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll pop that down there for a minute. Yeah. Cause yeah, I don't, I don't know. Watch but, yeah, like, like I said, I, I just wanna, I do wanna apologize to anyone that I upset. I know there's a lot of hardcore challenge fans who are upset with me and I never wanted to become the villain. It seems like I am. Um, and I'll embrace it for now and I do enjoy the banter. So please, please keep writing on my Instagram and my Twitter and, you know, however you wanna, you, you wanna express yourself then. I'll be here drinking beer, reading it all, and having a good laugh. So I appreciate everyone. Yeah, and let me let me take let me since you be just became such a snowflake. Let me be the let me be the bad guy. <laughs> and let all of us on here apologize to absolutely nobody. The double tap does what the fuck he wants. Nobody. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that would be the dream. I actually, I mean, I. God knows what happens this season, but I live for the day that touch wood, I win the challenge twice, so I can actually say that. The double champ does what the fuck he wants. That's pretty that good. Be, uh, thank you, thank you. Hey, if you and can't I, afford, if you can't afford a Conor McGregor cameo, just request one from Rogan. <laughs> say do it in a McGregor afford, voice. If you can't afford a thirty-five dollar Rogan or Conor cameo, then contact Scott because he kills it. Oh, I'm doing Rogan cameos for the the nice price of four ninety-nine. I'll say whatever the fuck you want. I'll have yeah, people in the background pouring beers on me. He shouldn't even be on the show. <laughs> you sound like a fucking bully, Scott. Listen hey, up, I... snowflakes. Yeah, listen up, you snowflakes. Ooh, good one. Yeah, I'm only getting started. You wait till to see what I do to, um... Cut. Oh, yeah. good cliffhanger. We're oh, used wow. We're used to those. All right, brother. Oh, yeah, thank trust you. Me. Uh, thank you for giving us your time, man. Stay safe. And, yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank you for having me, boys. It's Be- been an absolute pleasure, and now I can go drink so many beers. Big Mac, chicken McNuggets. No, Big Mac and quarter pounder with cheese or filet fish. You'd be doing the same thing if you were at McDonald's because you can choose not just one, but two of your favorites for just six bucks. Tasty Big Mac, crispy 10-piece chicken McNuggets, juicy quarter pounder with cheese, or savory filet fish Enjoy two of your all-time favorites for just six bucks, if you can decide on the two. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. All right, everybody, there he goes. Rogan O'Connor, once again, uh, love him or hate him, that boy is uh, a fun character and a fun guy to have on the podcast. I feel like the people who really hate him just don't listen. So if you're listening to this episode, you at uh, least are probably somewhat amused by him, you know? I think he is sort of getting that rookie hazing. You have to not like, you know, like there's there's got to be reasons why people 
don't like him. He's given enough reasons to, you know, I mean, you, you quite possibly shoved your favorite player's head in the sand after he defeated, you know, had the, the, the ultimate upset over, you know, the quite possibly the Michael Jordan of the challenge, you know, and, you know, to see him just like break the, you know, people's new favorite player, like I, I could see that eliciting some emotion. So, um, but I swear, I swear, if you go back and look at his little piddly little run to the fireball and then the toss and then him slouches, slouch his shoulders down, you may think a little differently on his thought process behind that head shove. Yeah, look, I mean, every show, it's fun to have people to root for, people to root against. It's no fun rooting against people who don't succeed. So the fact that Rogan has succeeded, both winning last season and then this season, winning the last elimination, makes him an easy guy to root against because he's getting the job done out there. You now want to see him get conquered by someone that you know and love. And of course, he talks the talk and walks the walk. He gets out there, he's got bravado, he's got pride, you know, and he knows how to get under your skin and under challenger skin. You know, the same way Paulie, I think, you know, was that combination of success as well as, you know, a big personality. So Rogan, I'm not going to say he's filling the Paulie void, but he clearly is becoming one of the more polarizing figures on the challenge. And I think he wears it like a badge of honor. D seems like he enjoys being the villain a little bit. Yeah, I think he's just I think he's enjoying the game, you know, and I think he managed to get a good matchup that favored him and he didn't just win it he literally broke the game like the coolest game that they could have come up with in my eyes by lighting the ball on fire like he broke it with one hit (laughs) you know so it's like uh i have a love-hate relationship with the whole scenario myself yeah, and so if you guys uh, enjoyed him on the podcast today, make sure you hit him up at Rogan underscore O'Connor. Let D know if you like his thoughts on the elimination and clearly what side of things he falls on. And of course, Jay, who we had on a couple weeks ago, uh, this being his last episode of the challenge, should not uh, be unsaid that he was a great addition to the show. And as TJ said, I am positive we will see him back. Scott, I don't want to take any – like one thing that I haven't, you know, really – uh, given my take on is the fact that he did get up and try it again. You know, I'm, uh, it's interesting to see the whole like concussion thing happen before our eyes. I thought that was kind of, you know, something that we didn't really get into too much, but I thought it was interesting. And the fact that he really mustered up, you know, the fucking cojones to be like, nah, let's go again. Let's go again. Not really knowing what the fuck he was doing was, you know, it was pretty ballsy, dude. I got to give him props for that. Yeah, and we got to give you guys props for listening to the podcast, continuing to subscribe, rate, and review anywhere you listen to your show, whether it be on the Apple Podcast app or Spotify or wherever. We appreciate you. We appreciate the pod squad who listen to the Madhouse with us every Wednesday night over at patreon.com slash challenge mania. We appreciate any of you guys who have taken us up on our offers to give you free shipping on orders over $45 starting May 10th at challengemania.shop. We appreciate all of our sponsorship partners, including Trust Brothers CBD, who are giving you guys 20% off if you use the code mania over at Trust brotherscbd.com and of course brooklyn and their memorial day event kicks off this weekend and you do not want to miss it ease your way into summer with big savings on sheets bedding towels you name it also you can get 10 percent off your first order on anything and free shipping all of their new stuff is available if you use the promo code mania at brooklinen.com that's b-r-o-o-k-l-i-n-e-n.com thank you to brooklyn because they give you everything you need to live your most comfortable life yeah thank you brooklyn and thank you patrons um I really appreciate everybody involved. Thank you, Scott. And, uh, yeah, that's it, man. That's all I got. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate it. Our goal, it means was, the world. 
Our goal was to have a podcast longer than that daily challenge modeled after Fast 9, and I think we did it. I think we doubled it. Yeah. That was a 45-minute daily challenge. Yeah, you don't like challenges. I do. But didn't you get enough drama to suffice your no, your, well, your well, craving? Blah, 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 blah. That's <laughs> fine, but don't make it seem like all I want is drama. No, I like I like closure. I like eliminations. Uh, I like deliberations. I like all this stuff. I want a full episode that gives me all of it. Don't just give me the bacon and the tomato. I need the bread and the lettuce, too, you know? Mm, all right. Speaking well, of which, I'm going to go make myself a BLT right now. All righty. Um, Are you going to watch the UFC fights tomorrow night? Does a fucking... Bear wear shit in the woods? Does a rhino shit in the woods, Scott? Probably not. I think, but, I, I think a rhino lives on like a in the Serengeti or in the in the jungle. I don't know if they live anyway. Um, but yeah. yes, you're gonna watch of it. Of cool. course. Right, well, let's, let's, Come on, dude. Let's this is chat. like. A, it, and here's the thing: is like, I'll be honest with you. Like, I don't. Like I, I was gonna. My friend said, "Hey, you want to come over and watch?" I go. I, I kind of just want to be at home and just watch it myself. Is that is that selfish? <laughs> no, that's actually the opposite of selfish. Right now, staying home and watching it by yourself is how most people should watch it. So good, uh, good on you for saying no. All right, well, enjoy the fights, and maybe we'll talk about them uh, next week. All right, all right uh, take care, everybody. Thanks. Bye. Bye. All right, guys, this ends your time here on Challenge Mania. Take care of yourselves, and hopefully, we'll see you in the future. The Challenge Mania shop is open. Head over to challengemania.shop today for the best way to support the podcast while looking good doing it. New designs and items added every few weeks. Maniacs, time to mobilize. Check out challengemania.shop today.